построим. Good evening, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, the messenger, the one and only. Welcome to the episode. Um, this episode, we're going to just discuss the World Cup. Uh, I've been gone for a while. I've been very busy. Um, granted, it's a holiday, and I'm also planning to go out of town this weekend. So I'm back. I'm getting ready for the New Year's. Um, like I said, um, I'm optimistic, but there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen uh, next year that's going to affect all of us throughout the world. But uh, I'll talk about that in some other episode. On this episode, we're going to congratulate Lionel Messi and the Argentina team for winning their third World World Cup championship. Now, it's been 36 years ago, 1986, Maradona, the legend of Argentina soccer. So he was the man at that time to capture the second cup world championship. Now, this time, Lionel Messi have done it for the third time. Now, after watching the game, the game could have gone either way. France could have won the World Cup because they missed two penalty shots. And consequently, those two penalty shots, they end up losing the game. Because if you watch the game, it could have gone either way, you know. And that's why you see Killian was really mad and frustrated because he scored three goals for France. France should have won that game. But they missed, in the shootout, they missed two penalty kicks. Consequently, because of those penalty kicks they missed out, they end up losing the game. But once again, you got to give Lionel Messi a big shout-out because they came out, they played well, and they won the World Cup. So it's a big celebration down um, in South America and Argentina. Everybody's in the, uh, celebrating, the whole world celebrating because they know Messi have won in every level. Now I want to. I would not call him the greatest of all time. I'm kind of biased about it. I'm more like Pele. I lean towards Pele as the king of football, and that's not going to change my mind. Um, uh, Pele too. The, Pele never had the opportunity to play in those European club because of his country, because they didn't let him play in those European club. So if he had played, he would have at least six or five or seven Ballon d'Or, because they didn't let him play in those European. Club, so that's why he never got the Ballon d'Or from those clubs. And plus, it's a different era, so it's also the era that they play. So, social media, a lot. If you had put Pele in this era, <laughs> everybody know what time it is. <laughs> so, like I said, it's a different era. So, like I said, Pele will forever be the, the, the king of football, no matter what, because he was, he have done. He he won the World Cup at the young, the tender age of seventeen. Um, that's never been done before. Only person that come close to it is Kylian Mbappe. Kylian is the future. Now Kylian have a great future with the French national team. Um, plus he might go to Barcelona. That's the speculation that's going on uh, on social media. He might end up going to Barcelona. I think he's going to end up in the next two years. I'll say next two years. He might transfer to Barcelona, and it's going to be the, one of the biggest transfers of all time. It's going to surpass Messi. It's going to surpass uh, Leonardo uh, for the best, the biggest transfer of all time. Um, as far as the Ballon d'Or, I can foresee him winning five, maybe six Ballon d'Or. If he keep playing at the, at the pace he's playing, at the level he's playing, uh, you know, you have to factor in injury if he can stay healthy. 
He, I can foresee him winning five or six Ballon d'Or. Um, well, um, well, um, going to retire within a year or two. Uh, Messi, he might retire. Now he have uh, gained the World Cup under his belt. So he might, in a few years, he might retire. He's about 35 years old. In the next three years, he'll be like, in the next four years, he'll be 40 years old. So in the next two years, it depends if Barcelona offer him a big contract. Maybe Barcelona might say, you know what? Since you're a World Cup champion, we're going to bring you back on a four-year contract, maybe a three-year contract, 300 mil, 200 mil, whatever. So he doesn't need the money, to be honest. But me, if I was him, I'd probably pay for two more years and retire. That's just my opinion. But like I say, I'm not his manager. I'm not his advisor. I'm not his lawyer. So that's up to him. So me, I would advise him and say, play three more years, you know, then retire. So he, he, you know, he's still in great shape for, you know, 35-year-old man. He's in great shape. Uh, Ronaldo, too. Ronaldo have done so much in football. He's going to retire for in, in a few years. So Kylian Mbappe is a future icon for football. Everybody knows that. Uh, if this men stay healthy, he's definitely going to win. Um, more World Cup, more Ballon d'Or. He haven't won it. He's about to win several Ballon d'Or. I can foresee him winning five or six, maybe seven. Who knows? If he can stay in that in that pace, if he can maintain that space, uh, pace and um, stay healthy. You know, health is a, very important. You know, for them to stay injury free. You know, injury is still. You know, it's a football game. Things happens in all sports. So, congratulations to Argentina. It's well-deserved. Um, me, I was rooting for France. Um, but I'm glad Argentina won because um, I'm from the Americas, so it's right down my backyard. So a lot of people are supporting Argentina and Leo, uh, Lionel Messi and in his Argentinian team. Now, there's one thing I need to address <laughs> on this um, podcast. I know you guys looking at the national team and like, where's the black people on the national team? Yes, there's no diversity in the in Argentina. You can clearly see in the national team is a whole bunch of uh, Grincos that's on that team. Um, why? Because the system is how it is. Like they have black players in Argentina that can be in the national team. They choose not to put them in the national team. But like I said, it's a it's 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 sad to see a South American team with no black players on their team. It's just really sad. Um, but like I said, I'm not the team owner. I'm not the president of that team, but I would have put at least four or five black players on that team, at least two. But they, now another thing I wanted to talk about is the criticism that France have got for having African players. Those guys, they are French players, whether you like it or not. They were raised and born in France. They was not born in Africa, maybe one or two, but most of those guys, they were born and raised in, in, in France. Most of them never been to Africa. Some of them have, but most of them haven't. So you cannot put that blame on France for having those players because France spent millions and millions of dollars on those players to get them to that level. Now, it's their talent now. It wasn't given to France for free. They, those guys were very talented. You, you know, It's not that they just happened to be there. They deserve to be there because they got the talent. They got the war talent. It's just like France recognized the talent and put millions and millions of dollars behind them to get them to that level. But Africa could have done the same thing. This is what I tell you, Africa cannot complain about it because they have a lot of war, uh, war talent in Africa, great talents, 
but they end up signing up with a you know, European club because they don't have to support the, the, the money, the, the facility to cultivate that talent. If you don't have the facility and the money to cultivate and the coach to cultivate those talents, they're going to leave your country. Mbappe is, a, is another example. His father would try to put him in the Cameroon national team, from what I understand. But they try to take money. They try to rob the father. They try to take money from the father. Father said, "What? You need five million dollars? No, I think he said five million dollars. They they asked him to, to for his son. I said no. He would have let Mbappe. Can you imagine Mbappe in the Cameroon? If Mbappe was playing, Kylian Mbappe was playing for Cameroon. I'm gonna say this: Cameroon would have been in the finals, at least the semifinals. That's the truth." They would have been either in the semifinals or the finals. But I digress once more. Like I said, you cannot, they keep blaming France. France recognize the talent, whether they're African, uh, Moroccan, whatever they, Moroccans or Africans anyway. Arabs are African. So like I said, whether they're Arabs in those countries, they recognize the talent, they cultivate talent, they protect the talent. Africa, they don't invest in their talent. That's why they're losing all those great players from Africa. Africa right now should have won at least the minimum two World Cup. The minimum two World Cup. This FIFA organization was started in 1914. 1914 to now, that's, that's almost 100, 101 years. Almost 100 years since this FIFA uh, organization was started in France. Africa never won a World Cup. So because they don't know how to cultivate their talents, and those guys, they end up going to European clubs or South American clubs. So, because it's not their fault. It's just there's nothing there for them. You cannot blame France for cultivating those styles. Those guys, they're truly French. And it's because their skin tone might be different, but they are French culturally. They are French. They're not African culturally. They are French. Yeah, some of them still pay homage to Africa because their parents from Africa so it's, it's, yeah, it's common sense. Of course, they're going to pay homage to Africa because they're parents from Africa. But as far as culturally goes, they are culturally French. They grew up in French. They grew up in a French system. They didn't grow in an African system. You have to understand that and overstate what I'm saying. Those players, they grew up in French as young children. They don't know nothing about Africa except stories that their parents tell them. But their whole livelihood is French. Culturally, they are French. They're not Africans. Yeah, they pay homage to Africans because they come from Africa. But culturally speaking, they are French because all of them were born in France, except one or two. Mbappe, uh, Bumba, Dembele, all those guys, they were born and bred in French, in French culture. So, of course, their whole life is French. Some of them never been to Africa, except a few. So you cannot tell them they they the Africans, they are French. Culturally speaking, they are French. Not spiritually, maybe physically, they're African. But culturally speaking, they are true through and through French men, French people. Now you cannot go by skin colors all the time because you guys all emphasize on skin color, skin tone, skin tone. That's why you miss the big the big picture. Because you could emphasize on skin tone. So that being said, big shout out to Argentina. Maradona is smiling down from heaven, wherever he may be. Um, he's happy, man, to run his third World Cup. Uh, Messi, he well deserved it, um, whether you like him or not. I'm not a big fan of Messi, to be honest. 
But he deserved it. He deserved to win the championship for himself and for his country. It's been 36 years, 36 years, 86 to now, is it 36 years? So they have come close. They come to the semifinals. They have come to the quarterfinals, and they got beat. So now this was their year. Now you can say French should have won it. I'm still saying French should have won this World Cup. France should have won it. If they didn't miss the two penalty kick, this would have been a whole different story right now. You would say Viva la France. But like I said, those of us who watched the game, it was a well-played game. You know, I think to me in the past 30 years, this is the best World Cup I've seen. Okay, so like I said, it was a great, some people said, some, some people already say it's the greatest World Cup of all time. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's the greatest of all time, but it's, it's, it's up there. It's up there on the top five. It's up there. Now, as far as Killian and Mbappe are concerned, Killian is, he might go to Barcelona. Don't be shocked, don't be amazed. Uh, you know, they're speaking about that. He might be transferred from PSG and go to Barcelona. We'll shall see what transpired moving forward because he's he's going back to PSG. I think he signed a contract till 2025. I'm saying this, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump the gun now. I might say he might leave in two years. He might leave in one year. Because right now he's not happy with PSG. So as far you know, he he's not happy with his teammate. Not PSG with his teammate right now. According to the news, they said um, he's not happy with Nate. Uh, he, he don't like he don't like to be in uh, Lionel Messi's shadow, which I understand. Um, then Neymar is getting older, and Neymar has been getting injured a lot. So Neymar will be out of PSG within a year or two, maybe. So like I said, Kylian Mbappe is truly the future. There are the young. There's a lot of young. Brazilian soccer players, um, Drago. There's a lot of them from Brazil. You have a few of them from Europe. Great players. That's on the come up too with Killian. But Killian is. If it was for Killian, we all can agree with this. If you watch the game, if it was for Killian and Mbappe, French would have won the the championship because his teammate didn't perform well. You know, that's why they lost the game. So Argentina, you can't say nothing about Argentina. All of them step up. They play well. They defend the ball. They protect the ball. So the goalie play well. So they won the game. They just well deserve. But you cannot say it's Killian. Killian that make France lose the game. He's this man's call. He did a hat trick. Okay, that had never been done in 50 years since Pele. So he did a hat trick in the. Uh, if if he would have been the player of the of the World Cup, if they have won the World Cup. So it's gonna to go to Messi because they won the World Cup. But if 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 Messi have lost, Kylian would have won the play of the of the tournament. So, but like I said, um, this this team, uh, the French national team, they had a lot. Another thing I just found out too a few days ago, they had a lot of injuries. So hopefully next World Cup that's gonna be here and it's Mexico, United States, and Canada, twenty twenty six. So we shall see how everything play out. Maybe French might win it. I don't know. Maybe. We will. I'm not, I can't say it's a guarantee because things happen. Uh, so like I said, um, Argentina won the, the, the World Cup 3-2 on a shootout. Congratulations to Argentina. Viva Argentina. Viva um, Messi. Because me, Messi played well. You know, he did a great... He played well. He defended the ball. He, he, he scored... 
So he did everything that was necessary to for his team to win the World Cup. And his teammate also stepped up, unlike Killian, unlike Killian's teammate. Giroud stepped up, Guzman stepped up, but the rest of the guys, Dembele, a lot of those guys in the finals, they, not, they didn't play well. So if they had played well, this is going to be a whole different story right now. But like I said, I, I just want to give my perspective on the World Cup final. Uh, many of you guys are talking about it. It's the main topic on social media right now. So those of us who are soccer enthusiastic, enthusiasts, um, like I said, who have watched the game, who have watched the Premier League, the Barcelona, the Spanish League, the South American League, the Asian League. Um, you know, Qatar, great, I have to give a shout-out to Qatar. Qatar hosts the game very well. Um, even though they're not a football nation, yeah, we all know by now they bought the World Cup, um, but I digress on that. But as far as the hoster, uh, being uh, uh, the host of this World Cup, they did a great job. They did a great job of marketing and supporting and and a lot of stuff. They the way they built the stadium was world class, first class. Um, now they did a lot of good thing. They need to be credited for that. Um, there was a great host from what I saw uh, on TV. But you could, those of you who was there live and direct might see some other uh, otherwise. But uh, they, they did a great job for hosting the World Cup. Now, FIFA, too, next time, you can't be selling those World Cups to other countries like that. Especially a country that have no background in soccer. Now, granted, um, the Qatarian, they spent roughly about $200 billion to build a stadium, to do all those infrastructure that you saw there. But um, like I said, it is what it is. It's, oh, it's water under the bridge now. The, the World Cup is over. So we're getting ready for the next World Cup. We will be here in North America again, which is Mexico, United States, and Canada. 2026, stay tuned for that. Killian will be back. Um, like I said, hopefully he will win it for France again for a third time. And we'll see. We'll see how everything plays out. But um, Killian is the future icon of football. He's a great player. You know, people can say Messi's better. Hey, I'm not here to argue about that. I'll let you, the people be the judge of that. Um, like I said, to me, I think I pick him because we, right now, we, we, 20, years, 20 years from now, when we look back at his career, like this kid was phenomenal. So <laughs> this is his second World Cup, and both times he went to the finals. So that's, that's impressive. Those of you who play who play soccer know that's very extremely ex impressive for a young player to do so. Um, now, granted, he had a great coach. Um, you gotta give shout out to the coach, the French coach um, staff. Um, they trained those guys pretty well. Like I said, they miss they missed two um, penalty kick, so those penalty kick cost them the World Cup. But it was a great game, nonetheless. It was a great game. You saw the game. You know the the rating was to the roof. Um, like I said, uh, to me, in the past 30 years, this is the best World Cup I've saw, I've seen thus far. So like I said, once once again, uh, this is my perspective on the World Cup, 2022 World Cup. Um, if you have any questions, you want to call me, you feel free. You can call me. You can follow me on Instagram at John Rosenberg. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook at John Rosenberg, on TikTok at John Rosenberg. Once again, I'm your host, the messenger, the one and only... John Rosenberg, take care, have a great weekend, and happy holidays, happy new year. Bye-bye.
Good evening. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, the messenger, the only and only John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Once again, it's on. This is part two of the World Cup finals. Um, it's been 36 years in the making. Uh, Argentina have won the World Cup. Before I dive in, I would like to thank um, Qatar for hosting the World Cup. Even though there have been a lot of speculation that um, the World Cup was given to them, was bought out. Um, but I let the audience be the judge of that. Um, I have my own opinion about the whole thing, but um, I'll let you guys be the, the judge of that. But nonetheless, uh, Qatar was a great roast. Um, nobody can argue that. Um, they spent roughly about $200 billion ju just to host um, this World Cup. Now, that being said, uh, we, have to, we, we have to acknowledge uh, the Argentina team and the French team. I think, to me, this was one of the best finals in the past 40, 50 years. Uh, they might rank number two, number three of all time. Some people say they have been sportscasters say that's the greatest finals of all time. I don't know. I let the audience be the judge of that. I think they're ranked on the top five. Now, that being said, um, I'm going to address uh, Lionel Messi and the team of Argentina and the French team. Um, like I said, we have to thank Argentina. Uh, it's been 36 years since Maradona won it for them. And Maradona have transitioned uh, last year. So I know he was happy looking down on, the, on his national team for winning it for the third time. Congratulations to the Argentinian team. Um, and Lionel Messi for winning his first World Cup. Now, that being said, um, everybody have watched the national team. Like, you know, the whole world, whether you're from Africa, Asia, it doesn't matter where you're from. You're like, wait a minute, um, this is a South American team, but there's no black players in that team. Well, my friend, I will tell, I'm sorry to break the news to you. Uh, you're dealing with a whole bunch of uh, racistas. A lot of those players on that team, they are mostly Grenkos. Um, their parents came from Italiana. A lot of them came from Germany. So they migrated after World War II. This is why you see there's no black people in there. They purposely did that that, uh, that that way. Now, there have been speculation that they were, they were going to add a few black players, uh, so-called blacks, you know, I would say person of color, on that team, but they never... They've spoke about it, but they've never done anything about it. Not the, um, the Association of Argentina, not the president of Argentina to address that issue. But they never done anything. Lionel Messi, he shy away from that conversation. If you ask him, why come there's no black people on your team? And you come from a South American team. He will tell you, ah, you don't say, you don't say, baby. But what I'm saying is that's the hypocrisy about them. And they like to say America, United States is racist. Yeah, we got the memo. You know that America is racist. We live in, I live in it. So I know. I'm, I live in it every day. So I know there's plenty of racism in America. But at the same time, there's plenty of opportunity here that you cannot find in South America. Let's be clear on that. Now, that being said, a lot of people have criticized the French team. This is part two, part deux, part deux of the World Cup final. Um, a lot of people have um, criticized the French team for having all black players. But what they failed to realize that there's a large population of Caribbean, right? Number one. Secondly, there's a large population of Africans who reside in France. If you didn't know that, I will tell you. Now you know. So this is why they, they have a lot of black players in the in national team. 
And then those black players too, they, they culturally, they are French. They were born in France, they grew up in France, so they incinerate into French culture. So it's not their fault. They happen to be in the national team. It's their talent. It's their talent. The French organization, football organization, they recognize those talents. They cultivate those talents. Unlike Africa, who doesn't recognize their talent and cultivate their own talent. That's why they lose a lot of the talent. I will touch on Africa very soon. Let me finish with the French team right now. So this is why you see all oh, there's a lot of black players. And those are great players. A lot of them play for top European team like Manchester. A lot of them play for Real Madrid. Uh, you know they play for a lot of top team. So they're not just just anyhow. They have they have great talent. So that's why they they were chosen to be in the French national team because of their talent. Now Kylian Mbappe did a hat trick. And this never been done in 50 years since Pele. Pele did it in 1958. So ever since then, there haven't been a hat-trick like that since Pele. This is why I always say Pele is the king of, um, of football because the stuff he done, he have done at a younger age and nobody have done that. Now, granted, if he's a Ballon d'Or, he didn't play for no European team because of his country. His country, he was the pride and joy of his country. So they won't let him play for no European. If he had played for a European team, I guarantee you Pele could have at least eight Ballon d'Ors. Eight. I say eight Ballon d'Ors. So that being said, you will never know. So Leo Messi, he played in a different age. He played in a social media age. Of course, he's going to get more likes, more popularity. Doesn't make, that doesn't make him better than Pele. I strongly disagree with that. He doesn't make him better than Pele. I think Pele's better all around. You know, he might be a, a little bit better scorer than Pele, but Pele was a better defender, a better dribbler, a better attacker than he is. So, like I said, I, I, this is my opinion. You may have your opinion between him and, and Messi. Now, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's better than Messi when it comes to his, his physical specimen. Physically, he's a thousand times better than Messi, but it's a fundamental. This is where Messi get him the most. Messi get him in the, in the fundamentals. So that's that's where the Messi get the edge on on Ronaldo, but when it comes to the physical specimen as a football player, Ronaldo is a lot years ahead of Messi. So like I said, this is my opinion. You may have your opinion about those two players. Now back to Kylian Mbappe in Africa. I, f I just found out a few weeks ago his father wanted him to play for the Cameroon natural for the Cameroon national team. But they asked him to give $5 million for his son to join the team. That is a disgrace on the Federation of Cameroon Football. This is why he didn't let his son play for the Cameroon. You see, they could, can, can you imagine Kylian Mbappe as a striker on the Cameroon team? I'm not saying that he would be guaranteed they would win the World Cup, but it could have been the semifinals, even the finals, right, as we speak right now. But we will never know. Africa, the reason why Africa never won a World Cup is very simple. They don't know how to cultivate their talent. They don't have the money. and the, They have the money. They don't facilitate those, those, those young talents. So consequently, a lot of those talents, they, they end up in Europe or South America or Asia because they don't cultivate their talent. Africa right now should have won at least a minimum two World Cup. At least two World Cup, Africa should have won as a continent. We're not talking about just one country, but as a continent. This is why I told the Americas, soccer 
originated from the Americas. It didn't come from England, contrary to popular belief. Soccer originated from here. We didn't call it soccer or football. We had a different name for it. The British, they took that. They created a game called soccer, but that was our game. Our forefathers didn't call it soccer. We had a different name for it. So the origin, that's what this is. This is why we have won 10 World Cup. You are Grace 2. Argentina is 3. That's 5. Brazil have won 5 World Cup. And Brazil will be back in 2026. Okay? So like I said, we have 10 World Cup in the Americas. That's Brazil, Argentina, and Uruguay. That's 10 World Cup. Africa got zero. I'm not going to talk about Asia because Asia, they came like in the, in the 60s in the World Cup. So they were a, bit, a little bit late in the World Cup. But like I said, Africa have never won. And they had great footballers that came from Africa. A lot of them play in the Barcelona team. Or some of them play in the French team. Great players that could have played for the national team of their own country because they didn't really facilitate them financially. Coach, you know, they didn't they didn't facilitate, they didn't cultivate their time. They had they end up going to Europe club, European club to play with because they first of all they culture they, they recognize their talent. Number one, number two, they know how they know how to cultivate their talent. Number three, they compensate them for the talent. Africa did not compensate their players for their talent. That's why a lot of them, they are poor and impoverished because they can live on that, in that salary that they offer them. So a lot of them, they end up leaving their family, going to European clubs to play for more money, for more experience, because Africa doesn't offer them that. Does Africa got the money? Of course they got the money. A lot of like Nigeria is a, is a country that... That can have a world class soccer team, but they don't. They don't know how to cultivate talent, and they don't have the right coach to coach those players. A lot of those coaches too, they are greedy. Okay, I'm gonna say this on the spot. They are very instance. They're greedy. They're selfish. They don't think about their players. They think about their own pockets. This is why a lot of those players they get frustrated. They end up going to European clubs because they're not being compensated for their talent. So consequently. They end up going to European club. This is why Africa have never won a World Cup. Now, can they win a World Cup? I think there are two teams from Africa I'm looking at right now. Um, Senegal. I didn't really know about Senegal. I started looking at their national team. That's the team right there in Cameroon too. Um, Nigeria might be a third leg. Or oh, Ghana. Ghana. I'll say Ghana might be a third. But i say Senegal, number one. Cameroon, number two. Those are the three teams... That can bring Africa a World Cup because they are well coached. Um, they have a great future, particularly Senegal. So Senegal, they are young, they're hungry, and they're well coached. So Senegal might be the team that might bring Africa a World Cup. You heard it in this past, I said Senegal. Senegal might be the team that might bring Africa its first World Cup. Now, we shall see everything play out in 2026. We shall see everything play out. Now, Argentina, you know that we, we love... There's two things we love in Haiti. It's Brazil. Brazil, see, they wear the yellow and the green. That's the, that's the kingdom ship. Because they're part of us. So is Argentina. This is why we always root for them in the World Cup. Now... Lionel Messi, not be I say he's the greatest holder of all time, but I, I don't think he's the greatest holder of all time. For his generation, yes, he's the greatest. For his generation. 
of all time, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical about that. You know, yes, he have won at every level. Yes, he have. Nobody can argue that. But like I said, he played a different era. Like I said, if you put Pele and his skill set in this era, oh my goodness, it will be like mind-blowing, okay? The skill set that Pele had and put him in this era, there's no comparison. This man have won three World Cup by himself, three World Cup with the, uh, with the Brazilian national team. Granted, he was surrounded by great players too. Nobody can refute that. He had great players around him. That's another thing. Yes. But like I said, if, he, if his country had let him play in his European club, I told you, Pele could have had at least six or eight Ballon d'Ors. We know that. This is, a, this is the truth that they're not telling you. Because his country did not allow him to play in those European clubs. Consequently, he never won a Ballon d'Or. Okay? That's the reason why. They're not telling you this. There's a few uh, historians that spoke about this. But Pele will forever be the king of football. Because the stuff he has done it is transcending. It's re revolutionary. So, uh, yeah, Messi have done stuff that's transcending too. But it's, it's a different age. It's a different time. 2040 from, I said 20, 30 years from now, we'll look back, we say, okay, maybe he was the greatest. Who knows? But for now, I think Pele is still the greatest of all time. If you want to argue that, that's your opinion. I think he's the greatest. Then you can throw uh, Messi's, uh, Maradona is the second. Messi will be a third. Ronaldo, I think, no, Ronaldo will be third, then Messi will be fourth. Then Killian have the, he can be either fifth or fourth or third. So we'll see how Killian uh, Mbappe uh, career plays out. He's 24. He just turned 24. So the next 10 years, he'll be 34. So if you can run at least five Ballon d'Ors, get another World Cup for France, he's going to rank number two or number three of all time. So like I said, we shall see how everything play for Kylian Mbappe. He's the future of football. And there's other players too that's, you know, from the Brazil side that's on the come up. In England too, England, Germany, they have great players. And Africa too have some great players. Brazil got three great players that's on the come up. Look out for Brazil next four years. So Brazil's on the come up. Where I think they might be the favorite again in the next four years. But we still have Neymar is about to retire. So, like I said, um, it is. I was we were sad that um, Brazil didn't go to the finals. It is what it is. But they didn't play well in the quarterfinals. That's why they lost the game. So that being said, everybody can say that Argentina. Yes, Argentina needs to add more black players into the national team because this is a country of uh, people of color. I know they don't show you that on the international television. They don't show you that on their team, but it is a black. It's a country that have black people that was founded by black people, so so-called black rather people of color. So that's something that Argentina, you know, have to work on as far as representation. There's a lot of what you call you guys call Afro-Latino, whatever you want to call them, uh, which is they are the indigenous people of this of those countries. So that is uh, Brazil. Like I said, Pele is indigenous to the Americas. He's not from Africa. He's not from Africa. So like I said, Argentina, they, they need to do better. When it comes to the national team, they need to pick players that reflect 
the people that live in that country. Don't put a whole bunch of Grenkos like we never heard of. The national team, only the only two players that people recognize on the national team. The rest of them, nobody knows them. Nobody knows the rest of those players. Only two or three. Me, I only recognize two people. It's Messi, number one, and the other guy, the other skinny guy that scored a goal in the second half. So that's the only guy, those two guys. The coach is a new reserve. It's his first time coaching the team. And he, too, he's not Argentinian. He's Italian. Hello? He's from Italia. He's not Argentinian. So that being said, there needs to be more diversity in the national Argentinian national team. I think people have spoken about that. They say, wait a minute, how come there's no black players in that team? That team came from South America. I say, well, you know, there's a whole bunch of German down there, a whole bunch of Italianos in South America. So they want to show you the, the whiteness. They don't want to show you the, uh, no, no Morenos. But they like, they like to criticize friends. That's the hypocrisy. All those black players, they make you guys billions, billions of dollars in marketing and, and sales and all that stuff. You make your team wealthy. So that's the hypocrisy with those European clubs who criticize friends for having all those black players. I know you're a hypocrite. You have those black players on your team, on your club, that play for your club. And you guys making hundreds of millions, billions of dollars of those black players from marketing, from sales, ticket sale, um, merchandising. So you guys making a billions of dollars every year. So now you're going to blame friends for having an all-black team? Nah, those guys are French through and through. Now their skin tone is different. Yeah, you know, Maybe you're not used to seeing black French or that's whatever. That means you're not cultured. You never travel. You don't know the history of France. So you don't know the history of France, you never travel. Think about traveling, you don't know the history of France. If you knew the history of France, you would have known that there's a lot of black people there. Yeah, it's not a black country. I'm not going to say it's a black country. France has never been was a black country, but there's a lot of black people there. Particularly in Paris, there's a whole bunch of black people in Paris. Most of them came from the Caribbean island, like Martinique, Haiti, Guadeloupe. And the rest of them came from Africa, particularly West Africa, Cameroon, Cote d'Ivoire, Senegal. Hello. So, of course, there's going to be some black players on their team. And France know how to cultivate those talents. So you cannot blame them from having black players. It was their talent that took them there. There was no freebie. They work hard for it. You know, every player on that team worked hard to get there. It was not given to them on a platter. They put in hours and thousands of hours of rep, you know, workouts and all that stuff, studying the game and all that stuff for them to be there. So it's not that friends did them a favor that they put them in the team. They worked for it. It was not given to them. They had to work. Even Mbappe, he had the talent, but he had to work for it to get there. They didn't just put him in the team because he's great. Yes, he's great. But he had to work for it, okay? He had to work for it. That's why he's on the national team. It was not just given to him just because he, he got talent. No, he worked for it, okay? Every those African players, they work for it. So that being said, that's the hypocrisy with those European clubs who like to criticize the French team for having all black players. You are a hypocrite if you say that because... A lot of those players on your on your team, they're from Africa or uh, or Asia. Not even Asia. Most of them from Africa. 
So that being said, yeah, FIFA need to do better. Um, like I said, Qatar was a great host. We can conclude and say Qatar did a great job from hosting the World Cup, even though they're now a football nation. They never was. We shall see if they are, if they're going to become a football nation. But as for now, they they're not a football nation. Um, like I said. You know, you guys can argue whether this was stolen, whether it was given to them. Yeah, it was given to them. It's the, the the proof is in the pudding. So they don't have a history with soccer. They've never been in the World Cup. They've never done anything substantial for them to be recognized as a as a soccer nation. So United States is a soccer nation. Mexico is a soccer nation. Canada is becoming a soccer nation too. But Qatar <laughs> never had. Morocco have more history than Qatar and soccer. So, like I said, shout out to Moroccan. The Moroccan team they did a great job. You got to give them shout out. They, they did a great job in the World Cups. You know, they play well. Brazil, I still got a shout out Brazil. They didn't play well in the quarterfinals. And like I said, it was Neymar that really if, if the other guy didn't score. The same thing with Mbappe. Mbappe had a hat trick. So if Dembélé or Giroud or Griezmann have scored at least one goal, maybe two goals, they would have won this World Cup. Mbappé carried the team on his back. This is why the last minute, you saw the letdown. He was frustrated. He scored three freaking goals, two penalty goals and one goal by himself. So if it was for Mbappé, the French national team would have won the World Cup because he didn't have no help. Guzman didn't score, Giroud didn't score, Dembele, he didn't score a goal in the finals. They've come close, but they didn't score. Shout out to Argentina. Argentina played great defense. But that being said, it could have gone either way, but you must give credit where credit's due. Argentina won it fair and square. So like I said, France lost two penalty goals in the in the shootout. Now, if they had make those penalty goals, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But we'll never know. But like I said, they, they run this World Cup fair and square. Shout out to Maradona. Shout out to Neonel Messi and the Argentine national team. You guys did a great job for, for representing your country in the Americas. We love you guys. One love, one God, one nation. Take care.